Welcome to this week's Energy Show, and happy 2024. As in years past, we in California greet the new year with yet another electric rate increase. It's almost impossible to believe this time, but on January 1st, 2024, PG&E raised electric rates by another 28.4%, according to the San Jose Mercury News. Now, you're still probably in shock over your last electric bills from 2023. Now it's 28% worse. Don't like these ridiculously high utility electric rates? Well, complaining won't help, but you can do something about it. Don't vote for the politicians who accept contributions from utilities. Because utilities and the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, or IBEW, in California, wrote checks for over $25 million of money from electricity customers, our money, to influence our politicians so they could raise our electric rates and make more money for themselves. Now, politicians try to keep their contributions a secret when they do sleazy stuff. But the Solar Rights Alliance compiled a list of utility and IBEW contributions from publicly available data. This data shows how much money California's three biggest utilities, which are Pacific Gas and Electric, Southern California Edison, and San Diego Gas and Electric, and their main union, the IBEW, contributed to your politicians, to our politicians. These politicians then passed laws that made California's peak electric rates the highest in the country. Now, it's easy to look up your own California assembly members and senators. Just click on the Look Up Your State Legislator link at the top of the contributions list. Since 2017, utilities in the IBEW spent over $111 million on politicians and ballot measures to maintain their monopoly. This monopoly allows utilities to get a guaranteed 10 to 12% profits, even when they go bankrupt, like PG&E did twice, even though their executives get bonuses of millions of dollars, while millions of California residents struggle to pay their electric bills. Now, Governor Newsom accepted the biggest contributions, $4.8 million from the IBEW and state electrical workers, and another $900,000 from PG&E, Edison, and SDG&E. Governor Newsom then appointed California Public Utilities Commissioners, who voted five to zero to end net metering. They voted to cut the benefit of rooftop solar on homes and businesses by 80%. They voted to eliminate net metering for schools, churches, and public buildings. They eliminated net metering for apartments and multifamily housing. They restricted the use of EV batteries for home and business use. And they restricted any home or business with an existing solar system from adding to their system. So as we electrify our buildings and cars, we're forced to buy even more electricity from these monopoly utilities. Now here are the dirty dozen California assembly members and senators who were the biggest recipients of utility and IBEW money, all of whom received over $300,000. Now, in addition to this dirty dozen, there are over a hundred other sitting California politicians collecting big bucks from utilities. These politicians passed laws to end net metering, prevent solar contractors from installing batteries, require prevailing wages for all commercial solar and battery installations, 
killed the market for solar on existing apartment and office buildings, added fixed charges for all new solar customers, and blocked cities from developing their own more efficient, less expensive utilities. We should vote these politicians out. You may ask, why are my electric rates going up so fast? Well, the real reason rates are going up so fast is because utilities import power from distant generating stations. Long-distance transmission lines are extraordinarily expensive and take a decade to build. Plus, they require lots of maintenance, and even then, they sometimes catch fire. But utilities build these transmission lines because they get a guaranteed 12% profit on these investments for 50 years. Plus, they get even more profits on maintenance for 50 years. So the more utilities build long-distance transmission lines and remote storage and solar facilities, the more profits they make. Now, on the flip side, the more homeowners and businesses install solar and storage, the less profits utilities make. So utilities lobbied our politicians to the tune of $25 million to kill competition from rooftop solar and storage. It's that simple. The reality is, it's much cheaper to install solar and storage on every building with a sunny roof and use that local power instead of power from hundreds or thousands of miles away. But local power, as we pointed out, means utilities lose profits. You should ignore the deceptive argument that power is cheaper from large utility-scale solar farms. That argument is BS. Yes, it's cheaper to generate power at humongous distance solar farms. Generation alone is about two cents a kilowatt hour, compared to 10 cents per kilowatt hour when you generate power with your own rooftop solar. But by the time that distant utility scale solar gets to your house, it costs you about 40 cents a kilowatt hour. See for yourself, just look at your electric bill. Extra costs are utility overhead, profits, and transmission costs. So utilities wrote over $25 million in checks to politicians to kill competition from rooftop solar. And as a result, new solar installations plummeted in 2023, once the utilities' new solar restrictions were passed. It's no surprise at all. That's what the utilities wanted. And solar installations in 2024 will decline by over 50% compared to 2023. Over 17,000 jobs were lost in 2023 among solar workers. This solar crash does not just affect the solar industry, but all California taxpayers. Here's a rough breakdown of extra costs to California's budget due to killing net metering in California. Because 17,000 solar workers lost their jobs in California, over 800,000 kilowatts of solar will not be installed in California in 2024. That's hundreds of thousands of new solar systems that won't be installed. There will be $335 million in lost sales tax, payroll tax, and income tax, plus another $204 million of additional unemployment costs from fired solar workers. Together, that means a $539 million larger budget deficit for California in 2024. On the flip side, utilities are going to generate $504 million more in extra revenue from these lost rooftop solar installations, resulting in $500 million more extra electricity costs to ratepayers like you and me. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. 
I'm including me because until I looked at political contribution data, I didn't know how aggressive the lobbying efforts were by California Utilities and their labor union, the IBEW. Candidly, I'm tired of hearing specious arguments that rooftop solar is bad for people with low incomes. As a percentage of income, their rates have gone up the fastest. Low and middle income people used to be able to afford solar, but now that a battery is needed, the costs for the solar system are often double. That prices them out of the market for solar. Moreover, Politicians ended net metering for apartments and multifamily housing, hurting low- and middle-income people even more. Plus, the best option for apartment dwellers is community solar. But community solar is effectively prevented by utilities in California because they refuse interconnection of these systems without huge extra costs. Moreover, community solar policies that California politicians said would help are being delayed or canceled by utilities and those same politicians. Our rates went up another 28.4% this year so far. It's not because some of your neighbors installed solar. It's because we voted for politicians who are working for utilities and not for us. Many politicians, from Governor Newsom on down to local mayors and council members, aren't doing diddly squat to solve this problem. But we can solve this problem by voting these politicians out. Technology has changed, my friends. We no longer need to rely on utilities and centrally generated power. Rooftop solar and batteries can provide the vast majority of our building energy needs. Now that you know how our politicians are using our money to increase utility electric rates, we could do something about it. There are two things you can do now to reduce your future energy costs. First, do not vote for politicians who take money from utilities and their unions. Personally, I'm taking two steps further. I will contribute and vote for the competitors to these politicians. Second, consider installing your own solar and storage system. Economics of generating your own rooftop solar power with a battery are still much better than the rates from California utilities. Feel free to forward this podcast to any of your friends who are also wondering why their electric rates are so high. Or just forward them this utility and IBEW contributors link. That's all we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can go to our website at energyshow.biz and listen to the podcasts. Mm-hmm.